Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following podcast may contain discussions supported by science that may be considered dangerous to some listeners and conspiracy theorists. Discretion is advised. The Three Down Greencast is brought to you by Lucky Bastard Distillers, Saskatchewan's premier distillery, and by the Pilot Bowens Brewing Company, brewed in the heart of Regina. Welcome to the Three Down Greencast. You are listening to the internet's only Ask John Anything podcast. Let's go. I'm fired up. I am Joel Gasson with John Frazier as usual as yes. Uh, another edition of Ask John Anything is here. A little bit of a twist, though, uh, because it is now December 20th as we record this. Uh, for the first time ever, we are going to do a holiday edition of Ask John Anything. So this does not count towards the normal chapters. This is like... This is like those shows that you watch throughout the year, and then randomly they have a that even though they've been off the air for like six months, there's suddenly a holiday special. Or or, or it's it's a clip show as well. Now, yeah. will this go in the annals of a great holiday episode, such as some of the Simpsons, or are we on Star Wars holiday special level? I guess we're gonna find out tonight. But all I know is I have a literal glass of vodka that peeling back the curtains, even I went oof. That's a little stiff. <laughs> yeah, you know it's strong when John is noticing the alcohol. So Yeah. Oh, it's going to be spicy. I, I'm here for it. Uh, before we get into that, though, so as we normally do during AJA is we sort of flip the show because mm-hmm. there's there's enough nonsense to come. Um, <laughs> there yeah. is a little bit of Rider news to touch on. Not enough really to do an entire episode on, quite frankly, from our no. standards. but. Uh, they did what everyone expected them to do. Uh, Mark Mueller is now officially the team's offensive coordinator. Like it. Yeah, uh, solid move. Um, he will have to prove that he is not only just interested in whatever that offense was in Calgary last year. So it's it's not without its question marks, but it's not uh, it's not recycling the same old, same old. It's giving a good kid a chance, and uh, we like to see that. Agreed. Uh, the schedule's out. That's a thing. So you can plan your 2024 summer and fall now, uh, potentially, if you're a Ryder fan, hopefully a November. I mean, I wouldn't mind a November, so we have playoff football to talk about around this team. Yes, For, for yes. once, it's been a few years. Um, 
overall, I mean, I am still a fan of the unbalanced schedule if you're going to have divisions because I think divisions matter. But, eh, the schedule I, was fine. There's nothing that there's there's one little stretch where they have the usual sort of a bunch of games in a few days kind of thing. But that only happens to them once, and at least it starts at home. So it's it's not the most egregious of situations we've seen with that. So overall, it's generally a pretty balanced schedule of home and away from week to week, other than the first couple of weeks of the season. So, Which always a great thing. That's kind of what you want. Uh, and as well, there's no stupidity of playing in Halifax and then in BC um, with an Ottawa game thrown in there in between. But no, I like it. It seems like the league as a whole, uh, no real dumb scheduling for anybody. I think Edmonton and Ottawa have a kind of a stupid stretch, but that's about yeah. it. Edmonton had one really bad one. It was, yeah. it, it was interesting to see... Derek Taylor, I didn't know, don't know the exact math that he did on it, where he like broke down the days, like the how restful each team schedule were, yeah. was, and the Riders had like the second best after Ottawa, and BC is just getting shit kicked this year, apparently. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, of course, numbers and our boy DT, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. So that's sort of the gist of what's been going on at Riderville. A uh, few signings happening, some guys trying out in the NFL. Nothing too uh, earth shattering just yet, or sort of. Something that really, um, really gets us cranked up that hard so far anyway. But before we get into all that, of course, Ask John Anything is on the way. Holiday edition, though, I do have a... Not all questions are holiday related, as I said. You could ask anything. That's That's still applied, but, you know, Christmas or holiday related questions were encouraged. As usual, though, before we get all into all of that, John, for the Pile of Bones Brewing Company, what is in the glass this week? Well, I said to you last week that, oh, yeah, I picked up Gambit Gin from Lucky Bastard, and I'm sure it'll be around by the time we record. (laughs) Spoiler alert, it wasn't. In fact, uh, I would dare say anybody that's like, well, John's had like a week to prepare. I was so friggin' busy between work and rush and family and all that stuff. I honestly, I sat down in here tonight, and outside of one question that Sheldon shot us, literally tonight, I don't fucking remember a thing. And it's going to get this better. This is why because, I bookmark them all. Right? That's so smart, right? But I didn't. I didn't. Like, I started writing. Like, I know there's one from Jock that I got about halfway through writing, and I'm just going to fucking freeball it. So that should be interesting. Um, but in the glass, as tradition with Ask John Anything... Uh, I definitely work up to a solid buzz by the end of it, so I'm literally having a glass of Lucky Bastard Vodka with lime or with lemon and some ice because it is tasty, delicious, and it'll get you drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, in the spirit of the season, I suppose you could say, uh, I picked up some oat nog because eggnog just is too rough on my stomach. Um, that's fair. That's, sometimes that's... a glass of eggnog is like I've eaten the lettuce. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> like I'm not super lactose intolerant, but there are certain things and certain volumes that get to me, and eggnog is one of them. Uh, so the oatnog, I picked it up at Safeway. It's fine. It's not quite as creamy, but it does the trick. And uh, added in a serving of Lucky Bastard's vanilla espresso vodka. And Ooh, uh, yeah, that would be pretty tasty. Mix. They also at the store or at the recipes on their website, they make basically a paralyzer version of it with eggnog, root beer, and the espresso vodka. Yeah, they were doing uh, something very similar, the Nutana, on Tuesday, but I just stuck to beer because I'm a smart man and same effect with Nog and Tummy. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. <laughs> so I guess there's a on that CN note, Curling Club reference in here someplace I'm trying to get is, to. Yes. Um, on that note, I guess we'll go to Dave because Dave asked 
a whole essay's worth of questions. Um, <laughs> that's, that's why we love that man. We love you, Dave. Genuinely, uh, any man that could put on a golf... Well, I mean, Joe did a lot of the work, but yes. Dave he carries the name of the Stadnick Invitational. Raise some money. That was a ton of fun. Uh, that's definitely my highlights of the year 2023. Uh, easy to say that I didn't have a child this year, so I can put fun events with, uh, with the boys up there. So, uh, Dave, thank you as always. Fire away, gas. Let's go. All right, does John, like all of us listeners, believe that a second crack in making Mayonog would be successful? And I know this part isn't going to happen now, but they really should give it a go live right now. Um, if you were prepared for this one, you could have, but because you've forgotten all of the questions, you're not prepared. So we're, we're not going to no, make you I, do it live, but... That's that's fair. No, I definitely... <laughs> I remember that one. I remember something with Mayonog, and full disclosure, I'm like, well, shit, like... I had the kids' Christmas concert tonight. Otherwise, we would probably have done Mayo Nog Part 2 Electric mm. Boogaloo. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, like, thinking of the Mayo Nog and the chunks of mayo that went into my mouth combined with... Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I just ate some delicious KFC chicken, and somehow I don't have an appetite, even though when you eat KFC chicken, I just want, like, more and more chicken. I do enjoy my fried chicken. Um... Okay, well, I my stomach has turned. I'm glad that we did not even attempt a second mayo. No, I don't know. If it's one of those things that, like, remember when you were young, you used to get drunk off of something, like, real bad. You're like, I'm never drinking that again. I feel like that would be me and the mayo nog. I'd get hmm. near it. I'd be like, fuck, yeah, let's go. Mayo nog time just for Dave. He's my boy. And I'd puke everywhere. So in the interest of Ugh. keeping my home studio slash home office clean, Sorry, Dave. I, I got to let you down on this one. Maybe, maybe at next year's Stadneck. No guarantees, but Mayonog may happen, and I'll make it, and you guys can share in my pain. Hmm. That might be fair. Ooh. Nothing like potentially like a scorching hot day and a nice cool glass of Mayonog. <laughs> That's what makes it better. <laughs> like plus 30 and I'm whipping up Mayonogs oh, before God. we get out on the golf course. Like, come on. That's the dream right there. All right. I guess a bit of a follow up on a more or I guess less stomach turning um, fair note. Uh, does John have any standards, which I guess is a fair question in general, but when it comes to <laughs> Christmas treats, like, will he absolutely refuse to eat the pot of gold orange cream? Or, like myself, is all shame completely abandoned until July 2nd? January 2nd. Well, July 2nd, too, sure enough. Well, in fairness, I always <laughs> generally eat like my body's a dumpster. Yeah. Um, I have it, – and also, see, this is one – I've really cut back on my sugars over the past few years. <clears throat> but after I get a few drinks in me, I am the ultimate hoverer over the dessert tray. Like, I will just dummy whatever is on that dessert tray kind of when I get past heavy buzz, and it does lead to some nasty hangovers, but no, uh, I have no standards, and I can tell you one thing from working both in the car business and the automotive industry, base, or, and the radio industry, also by professional, <laughs> there we go, yeah, the, the, for the record, the vodka's only half done. Um, those are both industries where, like, and I'm sure you saw the same thing in radio. It's like you just get shitloads of like vendors stopping by with gifts. Yep. So there's almost constantly from December the 1st right up until January the 2nd, just constant trays of gifts and sweets and everything. And yeah, I shove it all in my face hole. Mm -hmm. So uh, nope, Dave, I do not have standards. I will even eat the pot of gold 
orange cream from time to time. But if you put a raisin in a butter tart, I'm out. There's a spicy take for you right at the end. I mean, I'm not picky about anything, so I really can't comment. Like, pretty much really the only thing I will not eat is raw cauliflower, and that's really just a texture thing. <laughs> so, like, basically anything else you put in front of me, I will eat it. And I'll try things. See, yeah. I very much, like, I'm the same way. I will I will eat just about anything other than mayo nog. That's not eating, though. Well, it shouldn't be eating. No. <laughs> in theory. It, what, it turned into eating gas. That was the problem in the first place. Big oily glob of mayo just in there with the milk and cream and brandy. <laughs> but, uh, no, bring it. I In the festive season, I'm very much of the mindset of, you know what? Fuck it. We're all spending too much money. We're all living our best lives. We're all eating too much, and we're all going to enjoy it. And to try to do anything else, to deny yourself, it's just not human. It's not the spirit of the season. I'm not a religious man, no. so I worship the sugar and the booze. <laughs> and note to anyone who um, may be thinking about dropping off gifts to like people like they work with through auxiliary, like you talked about, like the vendors at radio stations yep. or at car dealerships or other businesses... Yeah, there's enough sweets to come around. You show up with, like, a tray of sandwiches or pizzas, you will become their best friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's one There's one body shop in town. God, I forget which one. There's one body shop in town that sends over pizza. Hmm. And it's like, holy shit, it's body shop pizza day. And it's not enough for everybody no. by any stretch of the imagination. But it's like... But it's it's a nice switch a nice... up from the, like, oh, here's another box of Tim Hortons donuts. Hooray. Well, that, that's it. <laughs> you, that And that's exactly it. Like, just show up with, like... 18 bags of old Dutch chips and throw them in our boardroom. Like, they are going to get consumed mostly by the fat guy who has his office connected to the boardroom at Enns Toyota. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not allowed to say on Rush Broadcast anymore. Ah, is there a different sponsor? It, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, I and, figured, yeah. And, and I guess I have that subtle way of working in where I work. And no, podcast. you? No. <laughs> no, happens. never. No. Never. No, that's why boomers know how to get me. <laughs> um, no, apparently I said it basically all the time. So this mm. year, wherever I would say ends Toyota, I'm now just saying the three down Greencast. So uh, I'm sure our listenership. I'm sure our listenership will increase by four. I mean, we haven't had a game. This is our first episode since you've done a game, so <laughs> we will find out. Maybe that's fair. I guess we will see. But I mean, generally, we do ask John anything for the seven listeners. So. <laughs> Still disappointed. And, and you know what? I don't know if Grammy's going to listen, so we're down to six, mm -hmm. because Grammy's in New York right now uh, with my uncle. So well, She'll listen eventually. She will. She'll Grammy get home, will get and her, she'll turn her data back on and be like, oh, there was an episode. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's hey, Grammy, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Mm -hmm. uh, from Bryce. Yes. Uh, Santa Claus can't make it, and you have to sit in the lap of Santa's little helper and whisper into his ear your gift list. Between these three choices... Pick who should be the next old Saint Nick. Zach Calaris, <laughs> Matt Dunnigan, Gaynor, or Randy Ambrosi? I want to say, and this is surprising for a Winnipeg fan, I want to say it's going to be Gaynor. Really? And the reason it's Gaynor is because I would have the overwhelming a a a urge to whisper in Zach Calaris's ear, you're not that fucking good. Randy, I would be like, 
Bitch, Halifax ain't happening. Make Quebec City happen. Uh, who was the other option other than Gaynor? Uh, Matt Dunnigan. Okay, Matt. Matt, can I have See, I, like I one... would go with Matt Dunnigan personally. I think he has more of the personality to pull it off. Right, right, right. And 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 he, I... and he would be just whipping up some wicked barbecue for everyone well, too. Well, that's what I mean too. So can I have like one? Like, can I have like Matt and Gainer sit beside each other and like sit in betwixt them? I mean, it's not technically in the against the rules, I suppose. I'm I'm right. curious as to why you think Gainer though. I mean, he's in he's a suit that doesn't talk. Because then I have nothing to be mad at Gainer about. Zach, I would say shit. Uh, Ambrosia, I'd say stuff. Matt Dunnigan. I love Matt Dunnigan. Who doesn't? I think we've made that clear. The man loves his barbecue. He's a hell of a color commentator. I, and, and there's the people that don't like him. I get it. Maybe that's not your thing. I can respect that. Personally, the Dusty Dunnigan combination is the CFL's best by an absolute mile. Plus, Dunnigan pulls off the sexy Santa so well. See, that's the thing. Gainer's I mean, he, his, in the last couple of his years, his, like, beard is halfway there now. Oh, but, like, guy's a man rocket. Like, I'd almost be intimidated. Okay, it's Gainer because I'd be intimidated to sit on, on Dunnigan's lap because I'd be like, hey, let's talk barbecue. Let's talk football. I respect the hell out of you. But holy shit, you are way too handsome for this. So like, you're saying literally. Santa's ugly. Wow. Santa catching, catching strays here. Wow. <laughs> So, fun Santa story, <clears throat> as we catch Santa strays. Uh, we have an uh, ends uh, Toyota Christmas party for kids every year. Where was that again? <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> Just add it to the John Fraser drinking game. It's there's, there's a long enough list there. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Twix, Peter Bro. Uh, the pantaloons. There we go. There's about four for you. Um, so Santa is my father-in-law, mm-hmm. Don, our shuttle driver who made sure that we got absolutely shit-faced at the Saskatoon men's bond spiel and was always there for a good time. So the only two kids that saw Santa and lost their shit were mine. <laughs> and uh, but, but then, like, I looked like a villain because my kids are like, I don't think everybody on the staff knew who Santa was. I don't think, mm. or they didn't know that Don the shuttle driver is also my father, father-in-law. So like, I'm laughing hysterically as my kids are melting down because of Santa Claus. And people are like, looking at me like, <laughs> really? Like, so I had to like, and then like, cause I need to whisper and I'm like, Hey guys, actually that's their father-in-law. I think that's their grandpa. It's my father-in-law. But I don't think I got to everybody, so I feel mm. like there's a sizable amount of my coworkers that just think I'm a complete asshole. Mm. And that, I mean, a larger amount after the Santa incident. But So there's Santa also catching strays from his own grandkids. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty funny, though. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, like... But, I, but, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I would have laughed at the kids melting down so much, but I would have been there laughing at you laughing at them, looking oh, like yeah. you were just such a prick towards your kids. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're traumatized. <laughs> ah, you suck. No, it's funny because it's their grandpa. And I got to whisper that because they're still awake upstairs. Mm. Yes. 
So there's more Santa strays. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a bit of a follow-up from Jock. Uh, who are the top three or five, or I guess however many personalities, you want to choose in the situation that Fraser Grinch would give Cole to and why? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Are we talking media personalities or personalities in general? CFL personalities. That's all Jacques clarified. Okay, so I'm gonna guess that includes players. So I'd like to give um I'd like to give Cole to uh, Marshall Ferguson. Uh, for obvious reasons, I, it, it, he seems like the guy loves football, and I respect mm-hmm. that. The guy knows numbers. I respect that. He's just not my cup of tea doing play by play. I don't want to have an afternoon nap while I'm watching a game. There was that Argos game that it was like a game silly interspe- interception, and it was, and that's the ball game. Like, dude, you're calling football. Just, just be excited, okay? Chris Jones, obvious reasons already stated on this podcast, and not surprisingly, can I change Cole to like a bag of a CN curling club level shit? <laughs> Jesus. Can I do that? Is there a bag big enough for that? Um, I will find one, and I will hand deliver it to one Mr. Michael Ball. Hmm. Does he count? Sure. I, I mean, I mean, I, there, I mean, there was no qualifiers on CFL personalities. And, and, and I mean, does he count because his, his own team wants nothing to do with them? I don't know. If not, the last bit of coal goes to Zach Kolaris for not throwing a touchdown pass since in a playoff game since 2022. I just, I had almost forgotten the Palmers lost the gray cup and now that's all back. So thanks, (laughs) Jock. Appreciate that. Uh, On the topic of sticking sort of with the Santa theme ish, uh, our buddy Joe. Yes. You probably know where this is going. Has Fraser ever asked Santa to bring him Excel training books for Christmas, specifically on how not to break spreadsheets? So, funny story. On top of breaking the spreadsheet, I'm also commissioner. And this will be the only time I vaguely talk about my fantasy football team because I know it's banned here. I'm also the commissioner of a fantasy football league that includes part-time co-host of this here podcast and friend of the show, Greg McCullough. We should also clarify that you broke the spreadsheet at the Stadnik Invitational that was supposed to track all of our scores. Yes, yes. I was inputting scores on the fly, and I don't know how, because all the, all the, everything was protected, all the sheets were protected. I put in scores in the wrong place, broke the entire spreadsheet, threw Joe off his game, got yelled at, and since then I'm a spreadsheet ruiner. To the, to the point, to the point that Joe sent an outstanding Christmas card and addressed it to spreadsheet ruiner at my address. I mean, if, at least it wasn't delivered to Barkley, Fraser. That's 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 fair. Well, that's that's also <laughs> right, fair. Right, Indy. Right, right. Exactly. Thank you. Um. So the spreadsheet, and and actually that became my Twitter header now. Mm-hmm. Um, is spreadsheet ruiner with my address blacked out for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> but I managed to break my fantasy football league this week. So we had a thing that, like, the two last place teams had to play each other and the loser had to caddy for the league champion at some point this year. Me making that change then screwed up all the matchups for I, being the number one seed, am supposed to play the lowest seed remaining, that being Greg. That didn't happen all because I have now both ruined a spreadsheet at the Stadnick and ruined my own fantasy football league, which I have now fixed. 
unlike the spreadsheet. So, uh, yes, Joe, uh, I have added Excel for Dummies to my Santa list. Hmm. Unsurprisingly, uh, we have a few questions about movies, so they're kind of going to get all tied into one here, so apologies to Sheldon and Dave, who also asked. But spiritually, I believe all your your questions will probably all be answered in Jock's question. Uh, What are your favorite, what are your top five Christmas movies? Uh, For each CFL team, if their coach, or GM if you prefer, was a famous Christmas TV slash movie character, whom would they be? For example, maybe Chris Jones would be Willie from Bad Santa, or Jeremy O'Day is Cousin Eddie. <laughs> because, just to be clarify, um, yeah, Dave asked, what is John's favorite Christmas movie? Which character in that Christmas movie does he feel he could replace? And Sheldon asked, why does Jingle All the Way not get all the love it deserves? I feel like, based on some things you've said, it will appear in this list, so you will explain. Yes, it will. Okay, top five Christmas movies. Uh, Die Hard. I don't care. It's a Christmas movie. It, the theme happens because it's the. It happens because it's Christmas. Happens at a Christmas party. It references Christmas. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Easy top five. Jingle All the Way is up there as well too. Uh, as I mentioned in my reply to Sheldon tonight, that is S tier. Uh, so what is an S tier? Because I saw that I was confused. It. I was thinking that because before the show you were talking about how much you love it, and S tier to me is like, well, that's way down the alphabet. Oh no 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 no! So S <laughs> tier is like, did you ever play the Resident Evil games? Because this is the no. first one. I'm trying to think if it's either Resident Evil or Gran Turismo was like the first game that like you know whenever you'd have like high scores and stuff would be like A tier, right? And then it's like S all of a sudden became like above A somehow. I don't know how it happened, but I noticed it. Uh, in the Sonic video game I bought for the kids that I totally didn't play at all. Um, and definitely Resident Evil, because you needed it for a speedrun challenge. So S tier is like above A, okay? So in that tier includes uh, Die Hard, National Lampoons, Jingle All the Way, Scrooged. Scrooged, chronically underrated Christmas movie, for the record. Have you seen Scrooged? No. I know you're not a movie guy. Okay? I mean, I'm, I may have. I don't know. I'm really bad for this segment because, yeah, I've barely watched any movies. Oh, Scrooged is such a good Christmas movie. It's funny. It's a little dark. It's a little twisted. Like, I enjoy it. And it's got Bill Murray in it. So, so yeah, Die Hard, National Lampoons, Jingle All the Way for sure, Scrooged, and Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol, bit of a nostalgic pick. We used to watch that Christmas Eve every single, like, back in the old Fraser household, back in Atacokan. Christmas Eve, before we go to bed, Muppet Christmas Carol, but that's great. And I love, too, that, like, now, as a grown-ass man, watching Michael Caine play his role as serious as possible is, it's also, there's, 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 it's even better as as an adult. So there are the top five Christmas movies. Now, this is the one I started writing and got too busy to finish, so... Mm. Jock, I'm sorry, there's going to be a bit of an incomplete answer on this, but... Um, and and obviously, I'm probably going to go by actors and not character names. But I would say, and this is one, Jason Moss <clears throat> is Bill Murray's character from Scrooge. Because when you eventually watch Scrooge, Joel, Scrooged, Joel Gasson, hmm. Bill Murray's a bit of a dick. And he's kind of the scapegoat. And people don't really like him. And then he's visited by the ghosts of, you know, Christmas past, present, yeah, yeah. future. It's yeah. TV exec, right? So it's a spin on this. And he comes out the other side with everybody. It's like, so Jason Moss's time in Edmonton and Ryderville is like, this guy's a jackass. I, I can't believe it. He sucks. He's the worst. And then he comes out of it 
and he's just this great guy. He even get there's a man that's going to kill him that doesn't kill him, that's been chasing him with a shotgun. It's great, great movie. So Jason Moss is Bill Murray's character in Scrooge, and I am so disappointed in myself that I can't remember that name right now, okay? Um, I'm going to go Corey Mace, no specific movie. He's just Santa Claus. Because, A, I feel like he's brought joy to many. The Corey Mace hiring in Ryderville has brought so many, like, just his motivation, his spirits, everything. Plus, he's a big enough dude and seems, like, chill enough that I, I could sit on his lap, and I don't think it'd be weird. Am it I wrong li- on that? It might be a little weird. That's that's fair. Uh, Rick Campbell is every reindeer that's not Rudolph. You just kind of forget about him sometimes. Hmm. But yet, they're integral to the success, right? Like, Rick Campbell's just kind of there, right? Uh, Chris Jones is uh, <laughs> is the boss in Christmas Vacation because he's the kind of asshole that would take away Christmas bonuses and give you a Jelly of the Month Club. So that is obviously there, okay? Dick Fun little side story, I guess, with that is they're saying in Edmonton this year, they're out of all the cap penalties from like the 12 coaches they fired in the last five years. So, <laughs> i.e., they better start better next year or his ass is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> or he will be the one receiving the jelly of the month club. Um, I want to say, God, I'm trying. I'm, I, I, and I, and I'm so bad that I don't have somebody for every single one, but, uh, that's what I've got. I'm sorry, Jock. Anything I would do now would just be reaching and desperate and probably not that funny, but that's kind of I mean, what I mean, Ryan have. Dinwiddie is whoever you can think of with the most beautiful eyes, right? Ryan Dinwiddie is. is the uh, lingerie saleswoman that Clark Griswold has a crush on and fantasizes about in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is Ryan Dinwiddie. She looks successful. Uh, she's beautiful, just like Ryan Dinwiddie's beautiful. And I've had a crush on those husky eyes since he was playing quarterback for the Bombers. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That, okay, I got one more. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Dinwiddie. That's I. I wanna. I wanna stare out my kitchen window. And I don't. I don't know. Ryan. And I don't really know why. And I don't. It's not like a personality thing whatsoever. I don't really know if we if we're gonna classify it technically as a movie. But Jock also said TV. Um, Scott Milanovich reminds me of the. What is that? The Abominable Snowman or whatever from the Rudolph special? <laughs> it right? makes no sense, but I'm there. No, like I, physically, I'm like his it. face, I see his face in that face, <laughs> in that big white monster, whatever it is. Like that thing, I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm like, that's Scott Milanovich. <laughs> Holy shit, we've been doing this for five or six years, Gas. That might be your top line. I'm not. <laughs> Because now I can't, I see it. I see it. The second you brought it up, I'm like, shit, yeah, that's, that's Kamalanovich. He's the uh, Bobbital Snowman from Rudolph the Resto's Reindeer. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going on about watching, wanting to stare outside my kitchen window and fantasize about Ryan Dinwiddie <laughs> jumping in my pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've peaked. That's it. <laughs> But yes, I would love Ryan Dinwiddie to jump in my hypothetical pool in my backyard with a tarp off. Oh, God. Uh, All right, one final one before we go. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, the vodka's gone for the record. All right. 
You are captured by Jigsaw of the Saw movie franchise. Oh, shit. That's got serious. This one is not Christmas related. <laughs> I can tell. You awake strapped to a machine that will force feed your entire tray of Subway lettuce unless you fulfill one task. Oh, no. I'll die. That task is to insult Mina Kimes publicly via the webcam attached to the machine. Mm. What happens next? I die of diarrhea. <laughs> I can't. Mina's my favorite. <laughs> Not only because she's beautiful, but also because she knows her football. Like, I literally, I was putting my children to bed on Monday night. And I recently, I caved and I bought TSN Plus so I could watch the Rush games. And share with you because I'm a good friend. And I was putting the boys to bed right as the third quarter of Monday Night Football came on. And I literally looked at Max, who hadn't fallen asleep yet. I said, I, uh, so I'm like cuddling with him. I said, okay, I need to, I need to flip to the other side because daddy needs to watch something on TV. And that's what I had to put on. <laughs> to put on my girl Mina on the Manning cast. Uh, that was, that was good. Was that Greg? Was that Greg that dropped that one? Yeah, that was Greg. Uh, <laughs> because he feels the same way. There's no way Greg could do it either. Greg would be the same way. Be like, all right gonna die of terrible dehydration while i shit the water out through my bum i can't i i, I couldn't do it i just like i can't I can't bring myself to do it so that's that's if i am killed by jigsaw that's how i'm gonna go and i'll be fine with it because i could not do it guess when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.